disrupt your regularly scheduled programming to bring you Mind Mental Matters. Tune in with Jean, Chloe, and Lydia for our exploration of all things mental health in partnership with Mental Health Film Festival Singapore. Join our weekly casual conversations here at Radio Pals, the sound of NUS. Everything is going well for you. We're your hosts, Chloe, Lydia, and Jane. Welcome back to Mind Mental Matters episode 5. Last week, we spoke with Akash on the power of being present and mindful to those around us. This week, we have Mac and Cheryl with us, the producer and director of the short film Eggs. Can you tell us more about yourself? Um, hi. My name is Cheryl. I'm the writer and director of the short film X. I yeah, my name's Mac and I'm the producer of X. Tell us more. <laughs> well, I uh, I'm a recent NUS graduate. I graduated last year. Mm-hmm. I majored in history and I minored in film studies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and um I'm a year four Wikimi communication studies undergraduate. And uh, how I know Cheryl is we were JC schoolmates. Yeah. Have you guys um always been passionate about filmmaking and like producing? Yeah, I mean for the longest time, I guess not. So we didn't start off as filmmaking, but I guess this idea of storytelling, creative storytelling. Yeah. So then it uh, slowly uh, progressed to to film. Yeah. Yeah. Thank yourself. Um, I think for me, like, I've always grown up with a camera somewhere. So I think film is a natural part of my life at this point in time, yeah. That's so interesting. Like, have you always been behind the camera or in front of the camera? Or... Oh, I hate being in front of the camera. Yeah. I cannot act, yeah. <laughs> Wait, both of you hate being in front of the camera? Yeah, it's not a comfort zone. I prefer being behind, yeah. Yeah. Do you guys actually work together um, to make like short films and like video storytelling or is this like the first time? This is the first, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully not our last, yeah. Um, Yeah, definitely not our last. (laughs) Yeah, it's our first time working together, yeah. Okay. So a bit more um, background to this interview. So Mm. Carol and Meg are actually the director and producer of the short film Eggs. And Eggs is actually... A participating short film in the MHFFS Mental Health Film Festival Singapore's like new film competition. Yeah, but uh, uh, tell us a bit more about X. Ah, uh, well, X is uh, it's a ten minute short film that it just explores an interaction between a young social worker and her client, who is a young teacher who recently lost uh, her husband. So this film explores their first meeting, uh, which takes place at the widow's uh, house. And I guess the purpose of the meeting for the social worker is really to just assess her client, make sure she's doing well and and ensure she has a reliable support system. I mean, she's a young social worker, very eager to help to assist her client. Um, But while she's very eager um, to assist, uh, the widow is quite wary and exhausted from everyone's 
condolences. And there's this huge tree of eggs um, that uh, was bought by her husband before he passed away that vexes her also because she cannot eat eggs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so this short film really explores the interaction between um, a person who is very enthusiastic to help and a client who has yet to fully understand um, her own grief. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people our age haven't really yet thought much about grief in that way. And the fact that the film like fleshes out so many like complications of the process is so yeah, I think it's really outstanding. I just wanted to like ask like what was the inspiration behind this like short film? Oh well there were a number of inspirations, I guess. Um, I only crafted this story well after I decided to participate in this festival. And to be very honest, the main reason I participated in this festival was because it pro provided a very good opportunity for me to make a short film. I mean, I mentioned that um, it was very welcoming and supportive to new filmmakers, and I really wanted to make the best of this opportunity. And I was also very happy and excited to do what I love to make something that I love um, and use it to contribute to, I guess, very important conversations that are happening um, around. Yeah, but for more on the story, I guess, um, as I was crafting this story, the, the, the film festival, they held panel, uh, they held um, workshops for filmmakers before we had a chance to actually make the film. And I thought those were very, very helpful because they invited a lot of um, I guess professionals related to uh, mental health. I mean, there were social workers, counselors, um, psychologists, people who had experienced loss, people who were going through um, grief processes, filmmakers as well. And they all shared their own opinions and it helped to craft um, and make the story that I wanted to tell um, authentic. And for, I guess, to include a social worker in my stories because I have a couple of friends who graduated alongside me. They are social workers as well, young social workers. And I realized that, um, I mean, as they were sharing what their work entailed, I realized that they, the responsibilities that they have and the burden that they carry on a daily basis is actually quite heavy. I mean, to a certain extent, part of their job scope requires that they they, they carry, they shoulder their client's um, grief. They mm. shoulder whatever their client has gone through and stuff. Um, but then it is also a part of their job to help their client. Yeah, so I just wanted to explore what, um, like this, this interaction between a person whose, whose job is to help uh, and a person who doesn't even, hasn't yet figured out the kind of help she wants, yeah. Grief is like a topic that usually like not many people talk about. So like I wonder, was it difficult to conceptualize how you wanted to present mm. in the film? And like what were some challenges you faced in putting like grief in front of the camera? Mm. Uh, yeah, it was very difficult, uh, extremely difficult actually to conceptualize to even make a story out of something so um, so huge, this, this topic. And I didn't even fully understand grief um, before I started on this project. So that was one challenge, I guess. And because grief is something that is so universal and it's so personal at the same time. I mean, we all go through it. 
um, but each of us, we go through it differently. Um, so, and because loss, um, it comes in various forms. Uh, it comes in various seasons of our lives and it comes in various degrees. So the way we respond to it will also be very unique. So it's very difficult to craft a story that really explores and digs deep um, into this, this, this topic of grief. And especially for the story that I tell through X, one challenge was definitely the authenticity of the story. Because I didn't want to cast the social worker as the as the antagonist, as the bad person. I mean, I really, really ex like researched a lot on the role of a social worker. I talked to my friends who were young social workers and I really wanted to portray both um, the social worker and the widow as um, as genuinely as possible. And because I'm in neither of their shoes, it's, yeah, I really wanted to make sure that I had enough information and research to really present them well. Yeah. Yeah, that's like pretty great. And also, did you like work on the script writing yourself? Or like maybe Mac, did you like help out with it? Or like Cheryl, did you like do it alone? Um, okay, so Cheryl, after she went for all the workshops and everything, she started thinking about the script and then she got me on board, uh, maybe much later into the project. And uh, when she first pitched a few ideas to me, we were at Don Don Donkey at Jurong, <laughs> Jurong yeah. East. Yeah. And um, I think we spent a solid like three hours there. Mm. Yeah. And it was just me like tearing apart all her ideas <gasps> until this idea came out about eggs. And I think this was something that I was like, oh, this is much more interesting than what you've given so far. So yeah, that's how the script writing process went. And then she went along and wrote it herself after yeah. that. Yeah. It was very important that I run through like all the ideas that I had with a person and especially Matt because he was the one that produced the film for me yeah yeah I think that's I don't think script writing can ever be fully alone in the sense where after you write a script you have to show it to someone to get them to work on your ideas and stuff yeah so I was very yeah I thought that step of like that three hours at Don Don Donkey was quite um it was quite necessary la, to where X is yeah yeah and also, like, adding on to that, um, previously you mentioned, like, oh, you wanted to really portray both the social worker and the widow as authentic as you can. And I think, like, can I just say that I think you did a really, really great job. And even, like, Mac as well with, like, the like the camera work. And, like, this, well, I just, I don't know, I'm not a film major, but, like, I watched it and I was, like, really, really impressed. Oh, that's, so, well, that's very cool. nice to hear. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, maybe, like, Mac, you can tell us a bit more about the time this, um, what goes on behind the scenes like actually i'm really curious to know like why were cheryl's other ideas rejected and what <laughs> goes into your, like your thought process when you think of whether or not this film is like a feasible like whether or not this idea is a feasible one to pick on yeah. hmm. what um, were my previous ideas yeah what so, were your previous I, I ideas they okay. were so horrible that we have just yeah forgotten it. okay yeah. I, okay, maybe my thought process is that uh, when we are writing a film, like it should be as um, visual as possible and as um, as as much conflict as possible. But I feel like for this film in particular, like that wasn't like a priority at first for Cheryl. She really wanted to portray the 
relationship between the social worker and the, the widow properly. That was her main priority. So when I stepped in, I was thinking like, oh, it can't be just them talking all the time. And I, and after I hammered in that point, and she brought up this idea of eggs, and I feel like that sent that symbolic uh, symbol in the film uh, made it much more visual than um, just people talking about um, how they are struggling with loss and how they are just trying to do their job. And I think that that eggs the egg tray was very important for the film to anchor it on something that is unique and not really what you were used to talk about grief in the first place. So that's the process of it. Have you guys encountered any like production management issues? Like how were they how how did you guys overcome that? Because I imagine like you guys being like the core team of two must have been really difficult. Like it must have been a lot of things to handle, right? And also, how was the casting process like? <laughs> mm. uh, okay, I will take the casting, then Matt can take the production side, yeah. For casting, oh, the I, I'm very proud of this film mainly because I think that the cast was very... I think I casted well. Um, in a sense where I... No, it's not on me, but it's on the cast. Because I um I was very very particular when it came to the people, because uh, we did a a casting call and there were a few people who came to audition, for both roles and I was very picky about the things that I wanted from them, mainly because this ten minute film it's really about a conversation between the two of them, not so much any action or stuff. Yeah, so um the casting process so um there's Joanna and Jesslyn and I really. As I worked with them and as I interacted uh, with them, I really trusted their interpretation of my story. Uh, and I it, it taught me a lot on how to how to work uh, with actors. And the two of them, Johanna, um, who plays the social worker, and Jesslyn, um, who plays the widow, they were both very um they both took their character very seriously. They sought to explore not just their own character, but also um, what grief looks like because neither of them have also been in that position um, that their characters have been so they really took their um, I guess character analysis quite seriously and I I really trusted them with um, how they uh, interpreted um, their characters in the story yeah so for me casting was really I guess it's really one of the strengths of of, of this film and it really made my job a lot easier yeah, finding the right people to act in it, yeah. Yeah, and I think, like, just to emphasize, like, it's really true what you said that your short film is really about just a conversation between two people. So that's the focus, and that's really, like, the shining point instead of, like, I don't know, like, comedy or, like, action. So, like, that's when, like, casting really, really um, is important, like, in that sense. Mm. Yeah. yeah, but um, the production? Yeah. Um, okay, I don't know if y'all have been on a film set before, but whatever, okay, if you haven't been on a film set, set whatever can go wrong will go wrong. And uh, I think I can list out like a lot of things that went wrong on that day of shoot. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if Cheryl's thinking the one I'm thinking of, but um, I think, okay, for me personally, I think the biggest challenge for me was that actually, 
Yeah, we, had, we were shooting across two days at the same house. On the first day, we had our sound guy. And on the second day morning, <laughs> I look at Cheryl, she's like sighing already. Mm-hmm. On the second day morning, I received a text from him saying that he feels unwell. And, he, and I think that he had COVID, you know? And the things that he was spending time with us in an enclosed space, and there's so many of us in the room, I was quite worried about COVID. Lah. Like, okay, this guy is obviously like, we might have COVID and we don't even know. Mm. And if he has COVID, I don't want him on set today. So I, he was on his way to set and I told him not to come. And when, I, when that happened, I realized that all the sound equipment is with him. Yeah, so without him, there's no sound. <laughs> so I had to meet him at the void deck, take his sound equipment, and because I'm not a sound person, I have to learn on the spot like how to do sound because there's no extra, there's no extra person to do mm-hmm. sound. So I became the sound person on day two. Mm-hmm. And that was an experience. Yeah. And yeah, That's not a very pleasant good. experience. Do you still want to continue to be a sound person in the future? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Sound He's better as a producer. Yeah. 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 Cheryl had very bad experiences oh, editing sound yes. for day two. Yeah. But I mean, like that's such an unexpected thing to happen. Yeah. It happens yeah. more often than you think. This yeah. stuff, like unexpected things. Yeah. So. But you yeah. just like, I I can't imagine learning mm. how to do all of that on just like on the fly. Wow. Yeah, but um, any any other like challenges? I feel like there's so much like drama behind the scenes. Like, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Like you never know, cause like when you watch a short film, it's like, oh wow, this is really good. And then yeah, yeah telling me that like there was no sound guy for like half of it. I'm like, no, what do you mean yeah. there's no sound guy? <laughs> it was very nearly a silent film, so, yeah. but we made it. Yeah, we made it. Yeah, we made it. Any other problems? Um, uh... sure. Okay. Um. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna say, okay. Um we almost okay, so the place that we shot at is Cheryl's friend's home. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a couple that lives there. And uh they're very generous and they were willing to open up their house and Cheryl's explaining like, oh okay, before before we shot, okay, this is what's gonna happen. It's gonna be a lot of people in your room uh, in your house. They're gonna like literally tear your house down and put things in our house in your house that is not yours. Mm-hmm. And um it's going to be a lot of equipment on set. So Cheryl did her best to prepare them mentally. Um, on the day of shooting, um, we kind of like made scratches and dents on their house because of the equipment. <sighs> so we felt really bad about it. Like the wall is white. And after mm. we installed like a lighting pole, there was a stain on the wall and we felt so bad. <laughs> so we try our best to remove it but like mm. it just didn't come off so it's a little like grease stain on the wall and then someone dropped the light on their floor and then like there's a dent in their floor so that was like a very big mistake and yeah. I was super angry <laughs> and like I mean what could we do and mm. thankfully they were very gracious about it and yeah if it was anyone else I think we would have to fork out a lot more money mm. yeah mm. yeah did they allow you to uh, use their house like just for free? No, no, no. no. I mean, we did pay them. I, we, I would have wanted to to pay them because I mean, it's their first time opening up their house to filming, and they have no idea 
what they had no idea what to expect. I don't think anyone would. Um, yeah, so I definitely wanted to pay them. And it wasn't, I mean, considering that they then asked their house for an entire day for two whole days. Um, I mean, they had to disrupt some of their schedules and also um, take time to, you know, be with us. So I really wanted to pay them um, well. Uh, yeah, and, yeah, and our friendship is still intact. So <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's good. I feel like there's so many like little details that you guys had in a sense now. Mm-hmm. His and her moms. Mm. Yes, yeah. those belong to my friend. Yeah. 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 And like, just like the, the, the like condolences cards as well. It's just, yeah, like you guys added so many details. Yeah. I, I, I had a very good, um, production designer <clears throat> so she's uh, she's called Ellen and she's in charge of set design basically how the set looks um, from I guess the, the the couch to the kitchen to the photos and and the, the flowers and stuff so that was all yeah she had a very huge part to play in it yeah yeah like um top on the wall like by the dining table it says to change I thought that was like very uh, the like, change? Yeah, the it says uh, on the wall. Like, ah, oh, actually, um, well, that's quite a funny story. It says the chongs. Huh? The chong. <laughs> well, I thought it's Yeah, so it um, yeah, my friends um, their surname is Chong, uh, Mr. And Mrs. Chong, because originally the names that I had for both my characters and the surname, it wasn't um. Chong. It was, I think it was Mrs. Wee or something. But then the mental piece, the Chong, it couldn't be removed. Um, my friend said she couldn't remove it. It was permanently there. That's that's quite cute. But in, um, yeah, so we we had to make do. So Mrs. Wee became Mrs. Chong. Yeah. Now we're back to scenes. <laughs> yeah. That's really that's really cool. I feel like we've gotten a lot more insight into what goes on behind the scenes. It sounds like you guys had a quite a big team right like how many how many people did you have working on this film um i think it's like 18 if i'm not wrong yeah mm-hmm. is this like self-funded as well or like how what was the budgeting like for this? Oh. I had to like rent equipment and stuff yeah yeah so um we applied to NYC's National Youth Council's Young Changemakers grant. So shout out to them for funding our film. And I think without this their, their grant, like you Cheryl's pocket would bleed a little bit more. Mm. Yeah. But um so yeah they they funded eighty um, percent of the film and then the other twenty percent comes from Cheryl's pocket. Mm. Thank you, Cheryl. You're welcome. Well if I win this award then well it kinda covers the Gonna <laughs> cover some expenditure, yeah. Really? So. Our, our best wishes. Yeah, thank you, thank you. But um, getting a little bit more into mental health, right? Mm-hmm. What does the film theme um actually mean to you, and and what do you want the audience to take away from? Mm. I mean, um, grief and loss. Uh, very. I just, I hope that the film's portrayal of grief and loss will resonate with the audience. 
uh, even if it's just one person i think for me that's really enough i don't really want to 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 educate or or um tell um the audience things um and personally for me this film was a very powerful and a very meaningful way for me to explore the complexities of grief and loss uh, to a certain extent uh, when I was thinking of this story and making this film it it forced me to dig deeper and also reflect on what I had previously assumed about grief and loss I didn't know um, I guess I guess I knew how complex it was but I didn't know how much could be understood um, about it and how different it was from person to person like there couldn't um, it was very difficult to make assumptions about loss, about grief. Um, yeah, and it made me really um, know more, just know more about grief and loss. Yeah. Yeah, I think it genuinely is something that goes very, very deep. Mm. And yeah, I can't imagine like how difficult it must have been to actually try and put that on film. Uh, um, mm. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. I mean, uh, film and the arts in general, I think they, they are very, they are powerful medium to express things that cannot be expressed uh, in words. So um, there was this, uh, there's this dancer, she's called Isadora Duncan. I'm not sure if you've heard of her. She was a very famous dancer and she did this, uh, she, so there was this night she did this dance performance. It was, it was very, very beautiful, very well done. And then there was this audience member that came up to her after the performance and asked her, um, hi, that was a very beautiful dance. What did it mean? And she replied, um, if I could tell you what it meant, I wouldn't have had to dance it. So in a sense where there's things that words alone, um, papers alone cannot express. There are things that, I guess film especially, because it relies a lot on um, captivating what you see, what you hear. It's able to tell a story. It forces you to sit down, give, a film forces you to sit down and ask for your attention to listen to the story. So it really captivates a part of you and it, it makes you think, it makes you reflect, it makes you, it makes you dream, it makes you imagine. And I feel especially when it comes to conversations on mental health. Mental health is something that is not very on the nose sometimes. We cannot um, see everything um, just by face value and stuff. And when you use film and when you use the arts to drive these conversations about something that cannot always be seen or cannot always be noticed, I think it's very effective. Yeah. I mean, this makes me like recall um when we interviewed Alex from, um, who's the who's the who's the director of, um, yeah, sorry, who's the who's well, the, the film? I think he's like the film manager. So he picks mm. the films, yeah. Mm. He like curates, uh, what films they're showing this year for uh mental health Fest in Singapore, yeah. And he he said something really similar as well. Like film as a visual medium, just um. Yeah, it like gathers your audience and it really mm. like, tells a, like through telling its story, it causes each of them to have their own, like, um, to take away their own meanings. Mm. Yeah. And, and like, it's a very like, it's a very like non-threatening way to like prompt people to like actually think about like mental health issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not just think, talk about it. Yeah, I mean, talk, you don't see... Like, yeah. 
you no one leaves a movie theater quiet. <laughs> There's always people talking about it, how good it was, how bad it was, what it was talking about. Yeah, so yeah. To start conversations, I think film is very effective. Definitely. And given that we talked about the challenges you faced earlier, how do you deal with challenges relating to mental health? You deal with it, I guess. Yeah, you work it with people and Okay, then oh yeah. we let's talk about film set. Film set because everything is very unexpected. Um, there are a thousand things. There are a hundred things you can control, and a thousand things you can't for filmmaking. Um, uh, making a film product. Uh, making a short film lah. Um, and challenges can come in a lot of different forms. I mean, weather itself. Weather is something that we cannot control. I mean, you wrote in a script <clears throat> that it's a bright sunny day, but um, the two days of your shoot. Could be pouring, um. Yeah. So, how how do how would I deal with that? I guess um, really have a clear understanding of what matters and what don't, what doesn't. Um, and this can apply to I guess life in general. So you hold on to the things that really matter to you, and the things that don't, the things that you find, you reflect on, and you. You understand that you can do without. You just have to. You have to let it go. Like I wrote in my script, it's a bright sunny day, but it's pouring. So I have to question whether this is something that is important to the story that I want to tell. It's really uh, something that I want to hold on to. And if it isn't, then I let it go and I learn to work um, with it. And there are people. Um, I have a team with me, a very very solid team, who work with me to help me. Um, deal with whatever I choose, be it to work with um, a rainy day, or it could be you know even postpone a shoot or, or stuff. Whatever it is, like it, the decision that I make, I have people around me to support me for it. Yeah, so I guess one way to deal with with all these challenges is, um, I guess have 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 a team, find a group of people, uh, yeah, who can support you well. Yeah, yeah. Who don't just um say yes to everything that you say, but really, um, yeah, tell you what you're bad at and stuff. And yeah, I love yeah. how you're telling us like life lessons that you're getting from film set. Oh yes. And this idea of support is also like something that you actually touched on in, within your film, right? Like, mm. like, um, like the kind of support that grieving people need and how actually sometimes the in- institutional support that they receive uh, maybe not the kind that they find helpful and it like talks a bit about as in it like touches on a bit about how institutional workers actually mm-hmm. in their day-to-day when they're dealing with this like the kind of challenges that pop up and yeah I mean it's just there's so many layers there mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, do you guys have any anything else to add on that you really want the audience to know or like to take away from it? Matt, do you have any life lessons from the film set? <laughs> um, if I shared, we'll be here for another hour. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mm, okay, I think for this film in particular, um. I think what you touched on actually just touched on about support and what um, people actually need. Like I think that's a that's the main takeaway that I really wanted for this film, and I think um, it's important to think that way because um, 
some at some point in time you would have to either console someone or be consoled and with loss and I think um it's always a difficult and like sophisticated situation to be in. Um you, everyone grapples with loss in a different way. We find our own unique ways to help the people around us and I think we all have our own different unique way to help each other. I think that's similar a like validating your feelings like you 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 have the right to feel the certain way you're feeling and you should definitely like believe in yourself and support yourself that um, it is you are going through this right now and it is it is okay I think that's a that's a great point to uh, end of our interview today uh, one maybe one final question. What are you looking forward to most for this year's mental health month? So Singapore. Uh, I think it's my first time submitting a film to a festival. So I'm just really excited to meet other filmmakers, to hear their stories. Um yeah. Um their production set must have been very exciting as well. Um but for um MHFFS especially, I guess I'm looking forward to seeing how filmmakers uh dialogue with mental health professionals, like counselors, social workers, psychologists. Because I think that both sides they will offer very unique viewpoints with regards to mental health uh, issues, with regards to mental health awareness. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see these two groups of people come together to talk about yeah, an issue. Yeah. And I love how like they they have like these panel discussions after every film that they are showing so that you know the audience doesn't just leave the film um ruminating in their own mm-hmm. thoughts and, and and their own like um takeaways from the film they get to hear what other people actually think as well and it really generates like an open discussion right about the mental health issues that that's being like portrayed inside the film yeah um mac what about you um, Cheryl, don't give the politically correct answer. Just say that we would like to win an award. <laughs> of course, of course. I wanted to end with that one. Ah, uh, yes. yes. That's yeah, the most important thing. Of course. The money. The money. No, I'm just so I, just, I just really enjoyed it. I think Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, me too. I genuinely think you have a really great film on your hands. Yeah, thank you. I think I'm, I'm very, very... I'm proud of it, lah. Yeah, yeah. You, you should be. You should be. <laughs> you guys. Thank you too. You should be proud too. <laughs> Both of you. Thank you. I think um, let's wrap up the session. Yeah. Okay, so thank you so much, Cheryl and Mac, for coming on to the show this week with us. We really appreciate your time and even the insights that you've shared, whether it be dealing with grief or even like filmmaking in general, because I, I have never been in the realm of like filmmaking so on top of like learning about your reflections on like portraying grief I also learned a lot about you know the behind the scenes of a film set so that's like really really interesting and to all the listeners out there I hope that you guys actually took something away from this episode from Cheryl and Mac yeah and also um don't forget to drop by to uh, Mental Health Film Festival Singapore from the 4th to 13th November at Kalang Leisure Park and you really, really don't want to miss out on um, Cheryl and Mac Shop Film X. Yeah, so we thank you so much for listening. And yeah, this is My Mental Matters. And you're listening to Radio Pulse, the sound of NUS. Thank you. Bye. Bye.